Welcome to the Ed Editorial, the podcast of WGNO Sports Director Ed Daniels. Each week, Ed brings you insights, breaking news, interviews with newsmakers, and his Ed Editorials. He's the 28-year host of Friday Night Football and winner of the Lifetime Achievement Award from the New Orleans Press Club. And now, here's Ed. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Editorial. Yes, I miss sports, but more importantly, I miss you. The interactions with people, with the games, with sports that is so much of the American life. When did I know coronavirus was a serious problem? When the NCAA tournament was canceled, an event that big gone. For a person who has spent his entire life in the sports world, that really hit home. So, what can we do in the meantime? Live day to day, pray, and help others as much as you can, and set bigger goals. And when this does end, remember all of our friends in the hospitality industry. Tip better this summer, and in a slow season, spend a night or two in a New Orleans hotel. Eat at our restaurants. Be as generous as you can to those who have been impacted the most. So now, on to our interview this week with Tulane baseball coach Travis Jewett. His green wave off to a great start before it all ended abruptly. He is our guest Wednesday night in the WGNO Sports Zone. Thank you for coming down. Ed, thank you for having me. Um, I don't know what else to say, but extraordinary circumstances. Um, what's your take on all of this, and what about the uh, cancellation of the season? Was that an an absolute shock to you that it happened so quickly. An absolute shock. You know, I think you see this as well as I do. Things are happening faster than maybe any of us anticipated. Um, you know, I feel for the kids. I, I really do. We had a, a special group. You know, it's taken us some time to get the character, um, the buy-in, some things like that. A uh, special group. Starts with my staff, uh, Daniel and Jay and Coach Izio and Curtis is our MVP in a lot of different ways. And then the kids, you know. So uh, to have it kind of ripped out from underneath you, um, hard to swallow. But, you know, I always tell the kids a lot of times it doesn't always happen on our watch. You know, this is one of those things where mm -hmm. um, things happen. And coach becomes a, a broader word. I think the older I get, you know, we, we've just got to make sure that these kids are, you know, um, staying grounded, they understand that you know we're going to get through this. Okay, uh, we'll get a chance to get the band back together. Hopefully, that's what we're saying. But mm. went fast, Ed. Uh, we went from thinking everything's going to be on par to okay, we're going to play Long Beach, but there's only going to be necessary uh, personnel and immediate family um, to you know just shortly thereafter the cancellation of the game. Then it was, we're going to stay ready. Uh, that umpire is going to point the ball back into play here at some point, right? We're going to mm -hmm. take a couple days. Um, didn't need to train that day. I didn't think it was going to be worthwhile on anybody's uh, behalf. But we're going to be ready because that umpire is going to get behind the catcher at some point, point the ball back into play. Uh, we'll get this thing going again. Um, then that changed. Okay, so then the season um, after our team meeting, we didn't know about the College World Series at that point. 20 minutes later, probably social media, our best friend, uh, lets us all know that now the College World Series is canceled. So um, 
it's a dapper on all of us. I think, uh, you know, been in a national championship dugout, been in Omaha a few times, you get a feel for what those teams consist of, why they are so special, the competition that you play against. It, you don't know. Nobody has a crystal ball, but you could see something um, a little bit special kind of brewing here. So um, proud of the kids, um, really disappointed for them and the coaches and our staff. But um, we got to stay together, Ed. We do. We, we, we got to stay connected like we are. Um, we got to stay uh, grounded. We got to continue to go to school. You know, they're not stopping school. OK, they aren't going to do it in class, but we just got to keep moving that way uh, so that eventually when that umpire does get behind a catcher at some point, hopefully that uh, will be, you know, um, we'll be ready to go. So, um, One of the questions I wanted to ask you, and how successful did you think the season was going to be? I think you, you felt that you had a chance to, based on not only your team but your pitching, you had a chance to go a long way, right? I, I do, you know. Um, I could see those moves starting to happen last year, you know. Um, the wins started coming. Uh, the draft picks started coming. Um, we just weren't quite long enough in the neck to do what baseball kind of requires in a, in a short period of time, which is to be consistent. Um, we'd have some moments, and then our lack of depth maybe on the pitching um, would start to show its head a little bit. That just takes time. That's recruitment. That's taking a program that you uh, came a part of, you know, four years ago or three years ago, and you just keep coming. You just keep coming. You just keep adding pieces. Um, so we saw that um, this year particularly. And as you can tell, you know, we were able to get it games established. Uh, we had crucial moments before the season even started where a Keegan Gillis uh, would say, I trust you, coach. You know, whatever it takes for the team. He moved from the front of games that he's done his whole career to the back of the games. You could see where that was kind of going to be a special thing. But the addition of uh, a few high school kids and certainly some of the junior college kids uh, that I know you're aware of, they, that just kind of got the games established for us. And then, like I keep talking about my neighbor, Frank, he's going to be famous here soon, uh, just <laughs> next door, just next door, always just kind of next door. Never felt like um, we were too far down the road, right? We could still continue to believe. We could, could still continue to play our offense, commit to first base. Uh, we bunted more this year maybe than we have in our three years combined. Um, you know, we maybe started to steal some more bases. We could become a little bit more holistic. A lot of it had to do with the You were the developing depth. an identity, right? Yeah, and the pitching uh, just really allowed us to be able to do that. All right. One of the questions that we've been asked a lot, and uh, athletic directors throughout the country are being asked this question as well as, well as coaches, if seniors return, what do you do with the rosters? You're only, you only got 35. Do you think there'll be some sort of expansion of the rosters to allow you uh, to retain some of the players that are going to get a year of eligibility back, which may apply to not only senior class, but every class? You know, my, my intuition says yes. Uh, obviously, I'm just in the fortunate position to be the head baseball coach at Tulane. I'm not the head of the NCAA, but I think that's where everything is leaning um, you know, un so maybe going from 35 to 40 or yeah, or 40 so, or something. Yeah, so I, I think what they're going to have to do is they're going to certainly have to expand the rosters because when you don't potentially lose anything and then you're recruiting out front, which our coach has done a great job, as you can start to see in our play on the field, um, now we've got a larger number than 35, okay? So 
I think if they expand that a little bit, that's certainly going to um, help. And then, you know, the scholarship limits of 11.7, which is... Um, that's got to go up anyhow. That has to go up anyhow. Yeah. That, that would be our desires. I think that's going to have to move too. Um, with that being said, how do you language it, if that's a proper English, to say like, this is not going to be a... Mm -hmm. four or five year cycle problem, you know, I think so there's gonna have to be some verbiage about um, getting these kids their year back. Seniors are easy because they just have one year left. Like freshman and sophomore. Could, yeah, could be are, they, to, are they still sophomores? Do we see them as that? Now academically they're not gonna be. Sure. So do we just kind of give them what I would say a free hall pass or a red shirt option if they so chose to use it at some point in their career um, going down the line. So those are kind of some of the things that nobody really knows, but I would be pretty safe to tell you that I think they're going to do some kind of relief of eligibility for people. Now, how it plays out, um, don't know. we don't know. And yet, I don't want to make a lot of statements to the kids that were, are here that are coming in, because until I know, and sure. we talk about our program a lot, uh, being know. knowing, um, then until then, we're just going to, you know, wait for the final verdict and then we'll go from there. What do you do during the, we got a, uh, several topics I want to cover quickly. What do you do during the coronavirus hiatus? Can, you can't recruit, right? There's absolutely no recruiting. The entire NCA is on a mandated dead period through, so, through right now, April 15th. So it's March and you're doing nothing. Correct. Not, not doing nothing, but you're not doing your job and, and you're not playing games and you're not recruiting, it yeah. isn't. And we're not training either. You know, the kids, uh, most of our kids have gone home. Um, there is no baseball season. Um, with the pandemic that we're dealing with now, uh, mm -hmm. releasing themselves from this environment uh, is probably the best. Um, so we're, we're not doing any of the things that we're um, used to doing, that's for sure. I was telling Curtis this and my wife, Tracy, um, it, the word coach goes deep now, right? Because, sure. uh, yeah, we've got our family in the situation, but, you know, what's important is that we completely understand the kids that are staying versus the ones that are going. When are they going home? Did they make it home safe? Staying in touch with them, making sure that, you know, they mm -hmm. carry on. Because, again, I talk about the ball getting pointed at play. We've got to continue to excel academically, which we've done uh, seven straight semesters of a 3.0 or better from a baseball team. That's pretty good. So we still have those opportunities, um, you know. So we've got to kind of stay on on course because when it does get started next fall, hopefully, um, you know, we don't lose mm. anything in the meantime. So just really being what I think a good coach is, and he's kind of a stepfather, you know. Sure, uh, sure. You got 35 players. You've got your staff that I've talked to you. Uh, my admiration for them, uh, you know, I'm thinking about those those people 24-7, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just kind of like how do we make sure everybody's okay. And mm -hmm. right now that's just really our number one objective. I wanted to ask you about Braden Oltoff. We had him on this show, of course, before uh, all of this um, uh, stuff started with the coronavirus. Uh, 28 unbelievable innings this year, one earned run. Is there any chance you have him back next year or do you think you're going to lose him to pro baseball? Well, so you say there's a chance, right? I mean, there's yeah. a chance, um, no doubt about it. I, I think, uh, is he worthy of professional baseball? Yes. A absolutely. Right. You know, He's going to be uh, drafted pretty high. Yeah. There's, there's, there's four pitches and there's strikes with four. And right. There's enough ferocity with them uh, 
No doubt. But at the same time, when you're talking about professional organizations and mm -hmm. um, the kind of money and things like that, he's, he's got four appearances in Division I baseball. Uh, they've been really good. Um, so I do think he is worthy of that. But again, talking about the language and the NCAA and what they decide to do, mm -hmm. um, these juniors are kind of the group that I think gets kind of uh, mostly affected. Mm -hmm. But if they get the year back, that means they would still have the leverage year that most juniors are sure. always looking for. So, um, you know, he can go. But right now, I've said this to our guys, Ed, uh, and I think this is important in anything in life. Um, no, no, see, we're all coming back. Okay, all of us. Curtis, to the coaches, to myself, uh, hopefully, um, to the players. Okay, mm -hmm. and then... If we're not, we're not. But we got to go in with some kind of directive, okay? Because that's the map that we're looking for every day in our program. Put our feet on the ground. We got to have a how and a why, okay? So we're all coming back. And I think they're excited about it. Um, and then if money talks and a, and a qualified person like an old tough for a lot of players on our current team uh, says go, something go, huh? different and uh, yeah. we sit down and we evaluate it and if that's what's best for them and their futures going forward, uh, I will promote that. I will. I think the ability to come to Tulane, to get a world-class education, uh, to play in a great baseball conference and to know that you can play professional baseball, uh, it just makes it such a holistic place. So um, selfishly, I, I hope he comes back, but at the same time, uh, I do understand uh, that those opportunities will be out there for him and others, and we're just going to have to sit down and evaluate it uh, where it all comes to the table. Thank you, my friend. Ed, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here, and uh, it was a great ride while it lasted, and the party ended way too soon. What a bummer. But better days are ahead. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. As of Friday, March 20th, the Tulane Athletic Department is closed. Director of Athletics Troy Dannon made the announcement in a statement released by the school. A reminder, we still have sports, the WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesday at 10.15, and then Friday night fastball. First pitch, March 27th, NOLA 38 and 11, WGNO at midnight. Friday night fastball, always brought to you by Delgado Community College, education that works. Delgado head baseball coach and director of athletics Joe Sherman joins me for a seventh consecutive season. We'll see you then. I'm Ed Daniels, WGNO Sports. Our next Ed Editorial podcast each Thursday. You can also catch on Friday Night Football, 11 p.m., NOLA 38, midnight on WGNO, and 1015 Wednesday nights on the WGNO Sports Zone. And follow Ed on Twitter at WGNO Sports.